0: Hello, and welcome to the third episode of EWN's Essays Forgotten Citizens, the Homeless and the Hopeless podcast. Homeless people aren't just poor people with no home. They have feelings and dreams of a better life. But these possibilities aren't always obvious to them. With this podcast, we hope to show you a different side to their lives than just people who beg for small change or scraps to eat. In our previous episode, We spoke to five homeless people from Gauteng who told us why they ended up living on the streets. Some struggled to find employment despite being equipped with higher education qualifications. Others found being homeless to be a better alternative to their living conditions at home. But what makes it difficult for people to go back home? In this episode, we'll look at the psychological toll on people who consider not returning to safety. This is EWN's Essays Forgotten Citizens, the Homeless and the Hopeless podcast. Every year, South Africa commemorates Youth Month on June 16th. This is not only to remember student uprisings that took place on the day during apartheid, but to also give young people the opportunity to voice problems they're facing. While government focuses on problems affecting most of the country's youth, people living on the streets say their cries are not being heard to a 26 year old from the north of pretoria who's been living on the streets of job for four years believes most people who live on the streets are young people because it's it's only youth here on the streets if you can check there's no one uh, uh, 30 years above here it's 26 downwards like, like i told you some some they're addicts but i don't blame them it's because of unemployment you see all the individuals EWN spoke to on and off record while creating this podcast About 10 were under the age of 35. The statistics on homelessness are unreliable, as not enough research has been done. It is said that at least 110,000 people are homeless in Johannesburg, using the rule of thumb by the Johannesburg Organization of Services to the Homeless. Young people account for more than 63% of the total number of jobless people. Almost 4 in every 10 young persons in the labor force did not have a job. Some people began living on the streets while they were still minors, such as 23-year-old Beetle. He says he's been living on the streets when he was only 14 years old. I wasn't staying here, pay money. I
1: used to come and go, come and go and come here.
0: Some were forced to live on the streets due to drug addictions and needing to get away from abuse. But others found themselves homeless while trying to pursue better lives for themselves. 18-year-old Bradley was attending school one day the next, he was on the streets.
1: Can't I take my life, kill my? Then I know because now nah. the thing is, man, I'm asking no one to help me. What should I do? Can I throw myself in front of a car if the car bumps me? Then I would just tell the driver take me home because I don't know what to do, man.
0: Access to shelter and a sense of belonging are some of the basic needs people are entitled to. And not having a roof over your head and being stripped away of parents or guidance can have a devastating effect on your body and your life. This is according to clinical psychologist Debucho Monyamane. Monyamane specializes in psychological growth and trauma.
2: Well, I think that's part of it. So we can look at what that means, you know, being stripped of parental care and how that came about. You know, for some people it's neglect, for some it's abuse in the family, whether it's physical or sexual or emotional abuse. A lot of the times it's about what is the quality of those family relationships you know so as you say being stripped of parental care that either it's parents who maybe are there but are neglectful or abusive or the home situation itself is a difficult situation to be in but yes i think that is definitely a part of it
0: her research shows that while unemployment is a problem it's drug addiction and mental illness that brings people to their knees
2: I think Substance abuse comes up a lot, just from my experience and from the limited research that I've done. I think substance abuse is quite a a big factor and the reasons for getting to a point of using substances differ. Maybe it was peer pressure that got out of hand and there's addiction. You know, with some people you find that then they get kicked out of home because either the substance abuse gets to a point where some people start selling things at home they can't be trusted at home with other people you know substance abuse can start different ways that sometimes it can be a difficult childhood experience um which then and then not having the i'll say helpful coping mechanisms and turning to drugs or substances to cope there are also people who are out there, also because of mental illness, some people who are in that kind of situation, when I was working in the state hospitals as well, that part of the difficulty with certain kinds of severe mental illness I'm talking about, where so someone maybe comes in and gets the treatment, but then staying on the treatment.
0: If someone starts living on the street, while psychologically they still need help with their development, what impact does that have on their lives?
2: I think it can certainly affect the development in a negative way. And I'm not an expert in this, but some of the neuroscience points to the fact that if you have high levels of stress, and we can perhaps assume that it's stressful being homeless, that that can actually affect your brain chemistry, you know. You're more likely to have higher levels of, of cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And that has knock-on effect on healthy brain development.
0: Bradley says while trying to ask people for help to get home, his low self-esteem and fear of being ignored has deterred him.
1: Trying to speak to people in this place called Johannesburg, it's a little bit hard because uh, some people went to bad experiences, some hurt, other people went to bad experiences, and some saw people going to bad experiences. So when you go to people, others are in the impression, just if I take out my wallet, this guy might grab it. If I take my phone, this guy might grab it. They don't think this guy have feelings and a backbone. some people, even when you go to them, they can see that you're coming to them, they make like they're like they on the phone, then they walk away from you. And it's a little bit hard because it hurts my feeling. Because I wish that someone can try to rob that person while that person is with me. So I can just show that person how I hate that other person's actions, they're trying to do that to that person. Because one thing, I'll never rob or steal. I came here clean. The reason I look like this is because I'd rather die in the street than breaking someone else down. Because I don't know how hard or how far that person went to get a thing that I take from him.
0: For Chetty, he says trying to look for a job without any documentation is a dehumanizing experience.
1: If you want to wash cars, you criminalize immediately. People think as long as you you are homeless, you are a criminal. And it is not like that. It's people that are coming from other provinces looking for work here, are going through a very tough time, don't have a place to stay because they cannot find employment.
0: South Africa doesn't have a good track record of dealing with homeless people. In 2013, the city of Johannesburg instituted Operation Clean Sweep, an effort to remove so-called illegal traders off the streets. Caught in the mix were homeless people who were regularly bundled off. This operation was challenged by the Socio Economic Rights Institute and was paused. In a landmark judgment this year, the Supreme Court of Appeal ordered the city of Joburg to compensate homeless people. They were attacked by the Johannesburg Metro Police Department. On the street island they were on, they were pepper sprayed and their belongings confiscated. The court upheld homeless people's rights to dignity, privacy, and not to be deprived of their property. It also said the conduct of the respondents' personnel was not only a violation of the applicant's property rights and their belongings, but also disrespectful and demeaning. This obviously caused them distress and was a breach of their right to have their inherent dignity respected and protected. Monyamane says programs such as Operation Clean Sweep are nowhere near helping address homelessness in South Africa. In fact, it makes some people's self-worth much lower.
2: Because it doesn't remove the cold, you know. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden there won't be homeless people. It just means that you've moved them from one place to another and they'll keep moving around because they don't have anywhere to go.
0: But what are the chances of someone recovering from homelessness?
2: I would take it back to research and people who tried to perform long-term studies, uh, longitudinal studies on homelessness and homeless people. One of the issues is because people who are homeless a lot of the time move around, right? And it's been difficult to track, I'll say, the life course of a lot of people.
0: Homelessness is clearly more complex than a few beggars on the streets. It's a problem that faces many and is caused by a range of problems. But once it begins, it affects growth in a way that makes it difficult for people to escape. In the next episode, we'll look at how secure homeless women feel on the street. This is EWN's essay's Forgotten Citizens, the Homeless and the Hopeless podcast.